children! Greetings, it's Crazy Igor from Crazy Igor's Area 51 Warehouse. I'm here today to tell you about all our new talking appliances. We have the blender, Blendoni! Uh... We have our new talking vacuum cleaner, Janice! Am I the talking vacuum cleaner now realizing who I am? Oh god. Oh yes, dear god. <laughs> all these wonderful existential nightmares and more available only in Crazy Igor's Area 51 Warehouse. This is us making a token effort. <laughs> Welcome to the Rego Zone, brought to you as always by Crazy Igor's Area 51 Warehouse. I regret existence. Yeah, that's Dino, but we've also got... Dylan, ever-present. And I'm Max. You say you're ever-present? Yeah, I mean... You're not, in every episode. Not, not, not like you're in, but, but like by elusive spirits. We're talking to Larry Solaris. Yeah! So, boy, boys, boys in space, he's just sitting there, like, doing space shit. I wonder if, like, Steven, like, he throws a little letter through. I, did his parents ever, like, put a hand through to, like, touch him or, like... And Steven ever, like, throw, like, a muffin through there or anything? You know what I mean? I wonder if, like, that just happens. Like, he's just, like, he has this little portal and his little surprise. Well, no, no, because Lars's portal area is a good distance from Lion's, so Steven would have to take Lars's parents in through Lion. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's a good point. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do that at least even once, if, though, for even my if son. They could, you know? Even if they could hold their breath enough, like, it's already pretty painful for Lars for Steven to come out, and Steven's, yeah. like, a little meatball man. I don't know. Yeah, so like, yeah. two full-grown adults would like probably we do it, we I feel like one at a time. Maybe one, they probably do. I would have done it. If I, I, I don't had know, a little, man. I, little I think I think you'd like fucking pass out. So they'd yeah. just be standing over their weird pink zombie yeah, kid, only, totally unconscious. Realistically, go through Lars's hair or any gem or Steven or a child because why? I mean, there's no air in well, the like but small. it's not like it, it suffocating. Causes, like, it causes Lars like. Uh, it puts a strain on Lars for people to go through that portal on him. Yeah, but then just, he's just like, whoa. I mean, Lars was just like, he had his head open for Steven the whole episode. You know what I mean? Steven was just I chilling mean, in there, being like, hey, Lars, yeah, yeah, I need I your portal. Yeah, I just want to address that quickly, because I said this at the end of our watching, but I realize it's not just a gag. It's because they're stupid fucking rule. Like... Steven needs to be have been revealed to be reading the letter at the end of the episode because the Steven's point of view thing is so constant that we can't even re- have someone else read a letter from Steven in a place apart from maybe, Steven. Maybe, maybe we already talked about this, but like, I, I think isn't this because of like like uh, contracts voice voice actor, voice, uh, voice actors like to get that for me like it's, it's, it's like. You know, because this is a thing that's like in every cartoon where like the main character has to be in not every cartoon, but a lot of cartoons, you know what I mean? Or a lot or a lot of shows where it's like they always have to be in every single episode, no matter okay, what. Okay, they will they will Steven, pop in for a second. Steven you know what I mean? is in the episode. Oh, like, for the format without of the, the framing yeah. device. Yeah. I know you have the format of the episode, he has to be there because it's Steven Universe, how else can we see it? Yeah. And being yeah. physically well, there at the end well, is this not is dependent on a contract. Do. It's it's that self-imposed Steven's gotta be there rule that Rebecca Well, that too. I just mean in general, though. Like, why is that a thing? Like, why does why? You know what I mean? Because Rebecca I don't think is, it is. I, you don't. I, you've never noticed that that it's like in some cartoons, kind of like it's like a bullshit reason that someone will just pop in and it's like okay, because you had to be here, and it's like every single episode they're there, and you're like, there's no reason 
for them to like tag like ta- you know just like it'll be a whole other episode about all the side characters and then there'll be a little tag at the end are... of it that's like oh hey we all were there too and then it's like all right sure you know what i mean i mean like, I, you know, i'm just trying to think because their entire episodes of rugrats were like tommy never shows up I don't, it's um, not universal. Finn, and, it's, 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 Finn and Jake are not in every episode of Adventure Time. Damn near. Then, like, it, oh, well, there's so many episodes where it'll be somebody entirely random, and Finn and Jake are just for whatever reason just there think, at the end for I a think, second. Uh, not every time, I mean, but like there's certain honestly, seasons where that I happened. Think, you know what I mean? I think it's mostly for the kids. It's just like it'll be very weird for kids to have an episode of a show without the main character in it because, like. When, when when you get when you get to us to people like us in the periphery demographic, a lot of us our favorite character is someone who isn't the main character. And keep in mind, I'm doing the incredibly scientific method of like kind of remembering Shonen Jump popularity polls here. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, just as far as I can tell, like you know, when it comes to the overall audience in general, anyone's fa- like the majority of the fans or viewers' favorite character in a show will be the main character yeah. like you and i could just i'm just gonna use real guys they have like sit here all day and talk about how like chucky is obviously the best written and most interesting character among all the babies yeah. but like when i was a fucking kid i'm just like i like tommy he's the main one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i have a question now would anybody else kind of be okay if they just never addressed what happened to mayor dewey after he lost the mayorship yeah because I'm not yeah. saying I dislike this episode or that's unnecessary thing. I was thinking, like, it wasn't a question that was on my yeah, mind. Yeah, I don't think it was a question on anyone's mind, yeah. to be honest. I'm sure there were some people. It was definitely on Evan's mind. And actually, I we should have recorded this oh, with yeah. Evan. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, it's a Dewey episode. This was, this was like a goodbye to the town to a degree. This is like kind of the last episode, I think, really, that's back at the town, right? I mean, I guess you know, it is. Yeah. So it kind of shows that, how like re- the town I, and the I, people have grown. I remember crying because I remember realizing like it was so late in the show. This was like, if we're going to do all this shit, this is probably the last run. So I thought Dewey was kind of like in a really good spot for us to explore that feeling. Like, you know what I mean? They're in the, they're in the pizza place. Talking of the town's finest, like we were talking about, just like this ragtag team of <laughs> of thinkers. It's a very interesting group of people that uh, Nana Flaws decided to create for her uh, beach city think tank. Steven and the Gems are obviously there because, like, it's an alien security meeting. Uh, now, I mean, it makes sense to invite Mayor Dewey because he's like the former mayor, so obviously he should know mayorly things. But, the, but he's also kind of a stupid fuck up idiot. And they don't so want him there. He may be not like, great. I just thought he was Greg just like makes there because like, Greg is the richest man in town, and also he is uh, he is beside uh, next to Stephen. He has the most experience with these beings. I mean, yeah, there's that too. The granddaughters are obviously there because nepotism. Yeah. I feel like what, 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 just, one, one, one way to look at this I, is I feel like Ronaldo would, just walked in and refused what, to what, leave. One way to look at this is who would show up if they had to call and say, what are we going to do to fix stuff up? Who would actually show up? These people plus Mayor Dewey just at the restaurant already. I like the idea. See, I'd like, like, like to think it was a closed circuit invite and Ronaldo just was there and refused to leave. <laughs> yeah. Manifa's great. She has her little, uh, not even a catchphrase, but that thing they marketed the shit out of her. I can't remember what it was that she says. She says some little cheese on bread. Cheese on bread. They, That's a they, good idea. They put that in so much of their fucking marketing. Yeah, that was, it was a cute line. It made though. me want cheesy bread. So I gotta be honest. Huh? Never choose tater tots. Yeah, tater, over fries. yeah I, I yeah. think it's obvious. It's, to me, I thought it was like, is it? A, I, I couldn't tell if it's like a joke 
like that like obviously tater tots fucking are never going to be fries or is it like someone on that staff actually think the tater tots have a fucking chance because to me it's like it's got to be a given that this is a failure like you're never going to win with tots i have thought a lot about like the various crispy potato products and i'm willing to get into this if you guys are i fuck with tater tots it's just like if i'm going to see a a fry stand or a tater tot stand the likelihood of me picking one or the other they slice up the potatoes and they're like Ah uh, shit! Everyone's showing up at the restaurant. We don't Fuck, have time to mash yeah. them. It, Just throw them on the rem- plate. <laughs> it reminds it reminds me of like, the energetic style of the improv that oh Jamie was running instead of Steven Universe. I still, still want potatoes. potatoes. Still. I want to talk about potatoes. We're still talking about potatoes, Dylan. <laughs> okay. This is rough. I'm, I'm the Irish one here, even, and I'm, I'm like, the Irish all right, one like, here too. I want to talk about potatoes. All right. Yeah, this blender was made mate. in yeah. Ireland. <laughs> Now I just want to go to Waffle House and get him some other covered to- uh, chunk topping country. Fuck you for having Waffle House in but, your state. I mean, fries are the apex. Fries Obviously. are the alpha. Tater yeah. tots are just kind of like stumpier, yeah. fatter, weirder co- texture fries. Yeah. Potato chips are a completely different what animal, about- which I will happily accept yeah. into my home. If they, yo, if Petey wanted to spin off into like bespoke. Homemade chips. Yeah, I'd I'd fuck like with that. Fresh, I'd be like down fresh for fried that. potato chips. That would be awesome because like, they're actually like, really, you ever really go good. Like, go to a restaurant and you have the house made yeah. chips. Yeah, they're awesome. And, yeah. Like they and they just like put some fucking herbs on it. That shit. If, yeah, if actually, I would buy. If you were to say like, I'm gonna make that for you right now, flashed. Here you go. I would definitely pay for that. Like fucking up. There's there an opportunity here. Like their restaurants where I'm like the fries are okay, but give me those house made chips. Yeah. Hell yeah. Favorite fry cut. I, me, I, li- I like thin fries. I don't fuck with thick fries. It's oh, I like oh, thin I, and extra crispy. I agree with Max. Actually, that's exactly my taste. I like my favorite okay. fast food fries are Burger Kings. Oh, Burger yeah. Kings! Well, those, 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 those are my favorite yeah. types yeah. of fries. Not the super skinny ones like McDonald's, but like same kind, but they're they're just a little thicker. The McDonald's fries, I think, is to me is like they they have a bunch of qualities that don't really apply to other fries. Like like like, like they aren't appealing. If I were to write it on paper. But like the nostalgia of it, or like something about it, makes them yeah, it makes like it work. High they're quality not, fries. They're not. They're you know not I mean? built on their own like they're in the moment tier. quality. But there's just yeah, something quality, about them. They're like, just like yeah, yeah, man, I can go for some yeah. They, they, fit, it's, they, fit, it's, they, they rank. You know, they, 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 you know what? I'm going to abort this joke before I start. <laughs> Good. No, 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 no. Um, let it go. It's the clown semen. No. <laughs> I told you I wanted Where does that to abort joke it. Come from? I don't you know insist because Ronald McDonald. He just oh, he just squirts one out in every batch of fries. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, shoots them out. Yeah, right. the fucking grimace. Kayla, I if you don't cut know. this out of the episode, I will gut you like a fish. <laughs> Kayla, I don't oh my blame god! This is Kayla. I'm I'm going either way. So the votes are split one each and an undecided. So the decision's on you. Not because I enjoy the fact that it's in the episode. No democracy. I'm Kayla choosing not fucking... to go to my improv group tonight. So yeah, <laughs> I, I I like this because it like encapsulates just. Like, like, like every awkward moment of when you see improv and you're just like, this I is was, an awkward I was on the stage uh, for moments like that. Them, yeah. I, I, I was in yeah. my high school's improv club, something that I, I hate improv. And I like, I like improv. I did improv I like, a lot at theater Because I like being around the, the group of friends that was formed by mine. Like, I still talk to, like, yeah. I'm best friends with one of the kids, with one of the people I met in improv club. Cool. And, um... And Evan, Evan is also one of those friends. 
Yeah, I met Evan one of the kind of... not specifically via improv, but he helped me get into improv in my yeah. in high school, and I liked it. But God, the pain that I felt like internally watching this improv show burn to the ground on stage was like a little yeah. too real for me. And it, yes. it caused a moment. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like uh, I do like an improv workshop on Mondays sometimes. And like m- most people there are like serious actors. And there's just me who just kind of wanted something to do that night. Um, but like there are definitely moments like we don't do shows. We're just doing workshops and practicing in general, which I feel like if I put in the effort, I can give a roundabout answer to how that helps my writing. But um I'm just like, I, I stand on the fucking stage doing bits sometimes, and once in a while, I just like straight up just turn to the instructor and I just say, "Yeah, I got nothing," and that entire show was that moment. Yeah, that's, that's why I hate improv, and I find it very uncomfortable. Is because like I only like it when people are severely good. Like if you go to like UCB ASCAT and like a fucking celebrity shows up, it's generally a good time. Like, they can use their clout to be funny enough that, like, they don't really need to be that funny. And otherwise, everybody there is, like, fucking banging that shit out. Like, I remember, like, I saw, like, Amy Poehler do improv. It was fucking amazing. Like, that was, like, very, very good. But, like, I feel like, like, other improv is, like, it's a, it's prone to failure because it's not planned. So there's no way for you, you know what I mean? Like, at least with, like, stand-up and stuff, there's a plan going in. So there's kind of, like, a format, you know what I mean? So I, I find improv terrifying to watch, personally, unless it's done very, very well is a better way to put it. Not that I don't like improv, is that I'm scared I went to of watching people do bad. improv show I hate once. People fail. Mercifully, it was actually pretty fucking funny. That's good. Yeah. At the very least, at the very least, my friend was funny, and that's, that's all that's I've exactly, been to about. That's exactly it. Yes. What the? F- actually, I've got a question about another segment, and that's the Sadie one. What the fuck was Mary yeah. Dewey doing in her basement? Yeah. Yeah. Like I get that. How did he get in there? But like, how did he get in there? I guess. Yeah, definitely over the line. Like, if did he I just was, follow? Because he's never stay there, and they yeah. forgot he was yeah. there. If, if Sadie's mom showed up, I feel like that's definitely crossing the line. High school girl's yeah. basement now. I mean, I I I, th- I feel like Barb definitely knows that like Buck Senior is not an actual threat to anyone. No, I'm sure. I'm just it, it wouldn't be like, what the fuck are you doing in my daughter's yeah. room? It'd just be like, I'm just joking. Are you yeah. okay? Because this isn't where yeah. you should be right now. Yeah, I, I, what do you guys think about the uh, B-City Wrestling? I thought it was, like, great to call it back, but I was just kind of like, all right. They, they should have shown, there. like, I think, wasn't it the only one that, like, broke the pattern? Like, they should, like I don't think Dewey was in there, was he? Because it would have been no. really funny to see him, like, getting his ass kicked in some dumb costume. <laughs> was he in the, I don't think he was in the tater top one either. Oh, no, he was. He was eating behind yeah, the truck. Yeah, they had the yeah. whole head He's behind truck the truck thing. thing. Yeah. Like they literally just painted over his face love, with yeah. potato colors. I love that too. Where it's also like you just you just like find out subtly that like he's destitute. That he's like sell his truck. It's like I don't know. It's like Mary Dewey's at like a very very low point. Like all they well, the all truck they belonged to, do is... to the city. Oh and then yeah, 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 yeah. Like we don't yeah. need this fucking jackass yeah, yeah. airmobile. And what do they do with it? Do they give it to just give it to PD? I wonder. They, I, I they gave it or they, they like sold it. it to him. Maybe. Yeah, I guess he would. Yeah, probably auction it. I like to think Petey, being the hyper-responsible kid he is, actually saved up, like, a respectable yeah. amount yeah. of money to buy that truck for real. Yeah, I can see that, I can see that happening, actually. Like, Ronaldo's like, wasting all his shit on anime swords, and then Petey has, like, a nest egg of, like, ten grand, and he just <laughs> buys the truck from his city auction. Yeah, I can see that. And, and, like, and, like, his dad's like, well, you can't drive it, but I respect that this is yours, so we'll <laughs> keep it by the stand. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, 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 I thought it was a sweet message in Nightmare Dewey, the whole, like, you know, you never go home. And it's like, hey, we've, I've heard this story a billion different ways, but, like, it was very, like, it was sweet. It, it tied up a little character and, like, it let us get a good goodbye to Beach City. So, like, you know, cool. I feel like I'm ready to move on to Final Thoughts if you guys are. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was uh, a little bit wack, a little bit of a like a breath of fresh air of wackiness in like a very dark time in the Steven Universe canon, where it's like even if something isn't dark, it's like dun 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 a lot, you know, a lot a lot of shit's going down. So it's nice to have Steven sitting on someone's head with one elbow out like a little sassy fucker, and it's nice to have you know a little check in with everybody. I thought it was a very sweet way to say goodbye to everybody. So. I don't know. Not my favorite episode in the world, but like, good job. Uh, solid A. Actually, you know what's funny is because I was saying earlier, like, what happened to Mayor Dewey was not a question on my mind, but the episode did answer a question on my mind, it, which was like, yo, man, what the fuck is going to happen to the big donut now the only two employees are gone (laughs) so i actually am happy that i got closure (laughs) on that one aside from that yeah it was cute it was fun to see everyone um or almost everyone we didn't see fryman or kofi i just imagine that those two are off on like a dad fishing trip or something with the yellowtail uh yeah. I like that we saw Onion with his crowbar ready. Oh god, that was yeah. so good. Like, like, we all just watched that and we just, like, laughed at that yeah. bit. It's that is something we fantastic. haven't seen before. Fantastic. It's just a really necessary Onion <laughs> moment. Like, he's just standing there, looking cute, smiling at the fridge or whatever, while Steven's sappy narration plays just crowbar. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, overall, it's a cute episode. It's nice. The fact that we are getting more Steven Universe, like, I hope we do have more grounded Beach City episodes again. Yeah. Um, I really, I really would like to see kind of, like, the aftermath of Lars, like, reintegrating into Beach City now that he's a fucking space pirate. Yeah. So, so, yeah, and, um, and just... And I'm really going to be happy for Lars, because now he's not going to deal with Steven giving him migraines constantly from the fucking portals. He might give him migraines for the normal annoyance. We'll see. We'll (laughs) see. Definitely. Uh, What's your name? Dino. That's your name now. What what do you got for us? Uh, Steven's an asshole. He didn't bring Lars any of his signature donuts. Well, yeah, what the hell? Why wouldn't you bring his his oh his, his Why would donut? you point Why out the fact hey him? we named a donut after you and not bring him the damn thing? Yeah. It's great, trust me. <laughs> Come on, Steven. Yeah, that that was fucked up, man. Oh, my phone ding. Let me take that again. That was fucked up, man. What makes it in post? Is there anything else you know? Um I'm kinda on the same uh side with you, Dylan. Not the best episode, but like honestly I like seeing Beach City, and I like seeing all-time town shenanigan happening, if they're not as realized as, like, other episodes that are based on, like, specific things happen to certain characters, and Steven's just kind of there to help them out. I do like seeing Beach City, but if I, if I did a massive rewatch of the show, I might skip over this episode. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I hear, if I was doing, like, an expedited rewatch, I was doing the, like, I'm gonna get them all, I would definitely hear you guys wouldn't be on my, like, hit list. Yeah. yeah. Um, alright, cool. Well, thank you all for joining us at, at the Ringo Zone, etc. Oh, yeah. Um, and the payoff truly was nothing. Hopefully, Kayla was able to cut that into something that, that, <laughs> that, that, that worked for the audience. We, we love okay, you all. Have, now have a good we're night. done. Yeah, alright, bye, guys.